Ahoy! And welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah, what is dating if not, I don't know, being the bitch you want to see in the world? So let's do this. We're not dating at all. It's going. Oh my gosh. Yay. (laughs) Our podcast. Oh my God. Our podcast is starting. I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about. Oh no. What if we have nothing to say? Oh man. That would be a real bummer. (sighs) Do you have something we can talk about? Great. We'll talk about that. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be a fun podcast. <laughs> Everybody ships us for kids. Oh, cute. Should we do a kid's version of this podcast? <laughs> yes, let's do more podcasts. <laughs> the two we have is not enough. <laughs> yeah. No, we can definitely keep up with that amount of work. Yeah. yeah. So actually, we also need to do a, a like consistent Everybody ships us after dark also. X rated. X rated, ESU. Uh, X rated, G rated. <laughs> you know, we're just going to cover our yeah, bases. But we won't do PG. No. No. And we won't do R. No. We'll do X, we'll do PG 13, and we'll do G. Yeah. Although I think some of ours probably get an R rating for language. True. But could we do a TVMA instead of R? Yeah, I guess we could do a TVMA, but I think... It would give us a little bit more flexibility in character development. I just feel like TVMA includes nudity for some reason, you know? Oh, we won't have nudity. That's on the After Dark yeah, X-rated. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. All right, so what's that, four? Four podcasts? Four podcasts, yeah. Great. Everyone look out for the <laughs> new podcast. We can us. definitely do that. <laughs> Who needs you know, to make money? <laughs> no, not us. Um... We do want to do a live show, though. Yeah. That's kind of a dream of mine is like doing a live show version of this podcast. I haven't talked about that with Andy at all as far as like how that would work mm. and how we would record and release that. But I think that would be really fun. That would be fun. I think like audience mail. Audience in-person in mail. In-person mail. It'd be so fun. It'd be really, really fun. Tell us if you want us to do that. Yeah. We'll make it happen if you... Promise that you're going to buy tickets. If one person says they'll buy a ticket, we're doing it. We're doing it. We'll rent out the theater. We'll put it on just for that one person. But also tell us if you don't want us to do that, you know? Yeah. If that sounds like fair. the worst thing you can imagine is being in a room with us while we're talking. Yeah. Um, let us know. I know sometimes I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> have we lost it? I think we have. <laughs> We've lost the magic. Uh, we're past our prime. Damn it. Like old athletes, you know? Yeah. Like holding on to the the youth, but they're not they're not getting played as much. As we don't and once, you know, you actually quit the sport, it's like what's next? Yeah. What are they gonna like be a sport commentator? <sighs> Only a select few can really do that. Yeah. You know? You can't have the entire graduating class become ESPN commentators. No. What happens to pro athletes after they are no longer like do they they get really depressed. Oh. That's like, that's been studied and like, it's a fact that a lot of them get depressed. I bet like pro athletes really go through midlife crises. Totally. Because like they dedicated their whole youth to getting good at this skill that they could only do to like maybe their mid thirties. Right. If that. Yeah. Because gymnasts, mm-hmm. it's even earlier. Yeah. I mean, they, they're all in their prime in their teens to tw- like early twenties, and then, and then they just make way for the next generation or the next group. You only hear their names like a couple of years in a row, and then, oh, dude, that's really sad. It just got so sad. At least like musicians, even if they get their fifteen minutes of fame, they can still just keep making music professionally. Yeah, you don't really age out of the ability to play it. An instrument. Yeah. But to play a whole team sport, yeah, it's like harder when you don't have like a, a team. Yeah, totally. 
I mean, even when the pandemic happened and I wasn't really allowed to make theater and I had been doing like devised theater, which is like collective making theater, that was pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. That was sort of a forced hiatus. But aging out of a team sport when you literally will never be able to do that again, it's got to be rough. Yeah. Maybe that's why a lot of men go for golf. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you can do that well into your 70s, 80s. Yeah. That's probably why Shaq just keeps doing more sports. He loves sports. He does. He had a show where he would, like, learn a new sport with, like, a famous, like, athlete in that sport. Mm -hmm. Because he's Shaq and he can do that. (laughs) (laughs) And it was actually impressive, like, how good he was at the other sports. Because they're all, like... I mean, it's all physical activity, but it's all like the mindset is really similar. It was pretty fascinating to see like the Venn diagram of ability. Mm. And he's coordinated when it comes to athletics. Yeah. I think I've seen him try to dance and it's fine. Yeah. And there was always like the joke of him not being able to make free throws, but (laughs) (laughs) But that's because that wasn't really his job. (laughs) Yeah. And didn't train in that. People, society, society at Hollywood. At Hollywood. <laughs> That's from the last. Damn it! it. Sorry. <laughs> Can't uh, carry jokes from Mail with Jeremy over here. No, fresh jokes. Fresh jokes. Only fresh jokes. <laughs> if you were to be a part of a team sport professionally, which one would you like it to be? I would love to play soccer professionally. Mm. I like. I actually went to sleep last night watching a soccer game. Ooh, because HBO is doing this thing where they get. U.S. national team soccer games on their platform like a day after they happen. Oh, nice. So there was the women's national team versus New Zealand that was just on my HBO homepage. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. And then I fell asleep to it. It was nice. Do you know who won? I don't know who won, but I know we were winning when I went to sleep. Nice. So I hope we stayed winning. But yeah, I really love soccer. I played when I was a kid and it's it's my fave. That's cool. I was always bad at soccer. Really? <laughs> I just, I can run. I can't run and kick something. I just can't. Too much. Yeah. It's a yeah. Lot. What about dribbling? Like basketball. Oh, yeah, sorry. Like, that's another type hand. of running and kicking. I can't. <laughs> and that like hand <laughs> running. Um, I feel like I can't do something that requires two parts of my brain. Like I can't run and kick. I can I can probably dribble a little bit better, but I think every time I've tried to run and continue dribbling, I've lost the ball. At some <laughs> point. So I don't think basketball's in the cards for me. Okay, what would you do? I kind of want to play American football. Cool, because I feel like that's. I wouldn't have pegged you for that, but no. yeah. It. I. I was thinking. I was originally going to go with volleyball because that's what I've done the most. Uh, did like volleyball classes. I tried out for volleyball. Uh, I did not make it. I did not know this about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was really into volleyball for a while. I was a really good diver. Like, I was willing to sacrifice my body to try and get the ball. Um, but I wasn't good at pretty much anything else. <laughs> and now I've lost all knowledge of volleyball. Yeah. But American football, like, all you got to do is, like, I mean, obviously there's plays and stuff. And you got to memorize the play. But just got to get the ball. And look for openings so you can get to where you want to go. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm good at. Like, it's like a little mental puzzle. Like, I can't go this way. No, I got to go this way. I kind of do that when I drive, like on the freeway. I'm just like, all right, I can keep going at this speed. Then I'll come up to that car. And then this should be open. So I'm going to go over here. Like, I do a lot of thinking when I drive. Would you ever do F1? I'm terrified at driving over 70 miles an hour. (laughs) Uh That's technically a team sport, though. That's true. Uh, No. Okay. (laughs) I wouldn't. Uh, Because I I don't have curves well. I I panic every time I come to a curve. I mean, maybe if I trained in it and knew, understood the curves. Yeah, but also it's like... It's so intense. Yeah. It goes so fast. But even in like video games, I just don't do curves well. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so no F1. No F1. No volleyball. No vo- I'm not a strong swimmer. Okay. I can't. I can't do and I'm swimming. not really either. Yeah. And I don't like getting water in my nose or ears. 
Yeah. Because if you got too much wax in there, it really stays for longer than is welcome. Mm-hmm. But you don't have the problem anymore. I don't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We, Bonnie <laughs> bought this uh, ear camera. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> so you can see inside of your ear on your phone and then you can see what you're digging out mm-hmm. and also see if you're going too far, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So we did that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and we cleaned it in between people. Mm-hmm. But. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> at Hollywood. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. Because then we like learned about our ears. Like you you have pretty hairy ears. I do. What is that? It's like really long hair. Really long hair. And like, like dense. Like we have, I feel like probably the same amount of follicles maybe but like yours were just thick and luxurious yeah yeah and yours were shorter mine were shorter but i'm a gooey girl yes my earwax was gooey as hell really gooey yeah and like stringy too it just like kept going (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) i see my we didn't really get to see my earwax because i've had this tool for a little bit before i showed you so I had cleaned them. Maybe you need already. to let it build up and mm-hmm. then we'll do another day okay. of ear cleaning. So you can see. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'll get like a, a quick little ear wax, like a waxing, mm. just to get like the hair out of the way of the camera one time. Yeah. So I could see what's going on because it's really hard to see in there because of how thick my hair is. Yeah. Anyway. You good, bro? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just picturing, I've, I've seen somebody get an earwax before, and I don't know, it was in a movie or a show. Oh. They were, it was like in a montage that they were doing all of the things, or like nose, ear. Yeah. I just don't know what it was. I was trying to think of what it was. I'm, I have a waxer, so maybe I'll just ask her, like, how far does she go in with the wax? Like, what is the deal with the earwaxing? And then I'll see if I want to do it. I just feel like that's for more like old men with it like sticking out. Right. My hair doesn't stick out. No. So I don't know like what – because I don't think that they want to go in with the wax. No. You don't want to get rid of it because there's a reason it's there. Yeah. I guess that's why I have questions. Yeah, you got to ask. Otherwise, I have a wax kit. We can just – we can do it on the pod. Oh, fun. (laughs) Ear waxing on the pod? Ear waxing on the pod. (laughs) We good. <laughs> All right. What is on our agenda for this date today, Shelly? For this date, there's going to be a little dicking around. Love. Uh, as per usual, I'd love a mind meld. Yes. We've got the time and energy. I think that is what I have the energy for, <laughs> is the no prep segment. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and then maybe we finish it out with the question that leads to love, you know? Oh, yeah. To see if we'll be in love. Mm-hmm. Cute. I love it. I love it. But do you love oh. me? Oh, well, yes. But do I love you in the way that w- might? I don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. We'll find out. We got some questions to go. I wanted to tell you about this book that I'm reading. Oh. Because I haven't told you this yet. But I've been, you know how I got Audible? Mm-hmm. Because I've been, shout out Audible. But <laughs> I don't read my books. I keep buying books, then I don't read them because I don't have time to sit and read. Mm-hmm. But I always really want to read. So now I got a subscription to Audible. And I know I'm double paying for these books. I understand that. But otherwise, they're not going to get read. Yeah. So I will use my little credits to purchase a book that I already have on my shelf. And then I'll listen to it. Well, I started reading a book I don't have, but I have heard so much about, and it's so special. This book is so good, and I'm not even a third of the way through it, but you know how when you, like, either watch a movie or, like, I don't know, listen to an album or something like that, and you're listening to it or you're experiencing the art and as it's happening, you're just so happy because you know how good it is mm-hmm. and how how much you're going to love it at the end and how much you love it right now. Like yeah. the experience, you're just like fully happy about the experience you're having. That's what I'm having about this book. Oh, wow. I can just tell how special it is as I'm reading it and I, I'm going to buy a physical copy because I need it. I haven't felt this way about a book since... The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, my God. It's so good. And you so love good. that book. I fucking love that book. Well, what book is it? It's 
called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by whom? By Gabrielle Shit. Gabrielle Shit. No. Shout out to Gabrielle Shit. I, I'm just going to Google it because it's important. Gabrielle Zevin. Zevin. That's a cool Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's so sweet. And I think I recommended it to Moby because I know Moby is going to love it. But if you ever like have any interest in listening to a book, I, that's the one you should start with because it's like, it's so good. It's just making me happy. Mm. I just wanted to share that with you. That sounds great. I... I have hesitance to listen to books instead of read, but I also don't read. So, because I just, I, I don't know. I've never really tried outside of children's books and not like I'm sitting and listening to a children's book. I'm playing it for a child. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not just listening to children's books. Oh, no, that's fine if you are. No, I'm not. It's okay, Shelly. No, but it's 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 for the the I I I babysit. No, I know. And they yeah. wanted to play like Bambi on tape. Okay. And there's character voices. It's pretty fun. Yeah. But it's for the kids. Uh huh. Okay? And do you also listen to it here? To know if it's okay for the kids to listen to. For the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just screening it. Okay. For the kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> But other than that, I I don't know. I've never really tried to hear a book in somebody else's voice other than my internal voice. If I can hear my voice, I really don't know. Yeah, no, it's 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 interesting because not every audiobook is going to be good on, as an audiobook. Mm-hmm. And in fact, this one, I, it took me maybe a chapter to get used to her voice and the way that she's like, I, I don't know, because it feels almost deadpan, almost. Uh, but then I started just, like, relaxing into that. And almost the, like, deadpanness with which she was talking allowed my brain to just, like, do the imagination part of it. Mm-hmm. So I actually really like it, but I didn't like it at first, I think, is my point. But now I really like it. Yeah, I think it probably would be a matter of getting used to it for me. Yeah. But also, like, anyone can read an audiobook. There are some out there with Charles <laughs> as the <laughs> the narrator. Um, Does he still do that? Do you know? I don't think so, because he sold his audio equipment. Oh, okay. So if anyone's out there who's heard Charles read a book, congratulations, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the, <laughs> the end of that sentence was. Or go look for them. Charles Denton. At Charles Jimming Denton. Denton? Yeah. But I, I, I always think about the work that goes into those kind of things. When I was doing my Korean lessons, there's like a consistent person who does the English part. And then like she goes silent while they speak the Korean part. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is just somebody in their room that got yeah. this as like a assignment or applied for it or whatever. Yeah. And they're just like the Korean word for... Means to. This <laughs> thing is funny. Technically, we could be those people. We have audio equipment. We could start auditioning for stuff like that and then being the people that we talk about. That might be a good idea. Like, because we have the equipment, it could we just make <laughs> some extra money? Right? <laughs> we should. We should ask Charles how he did it so that we could just do it. Yeah. We have interesting voices. <laughs> we totally could. Andres said that we could do voiceover work. Should, Why aren't we doing that? I feel like like kind of dumb that we haven't even <gasps> tried it. Right? Like we literally have so much audio equipment. At, we speak professionally on microphones. Yeah, this is our job. Okay, we're going to do that. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed that we don't do that yet. <laughs> I look forward to that update, everybody. At Hollywood, we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> and... uh Listeners, please hold us accountable. Um, <laughs> uh, send us messages. Everybody ships us at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Um, make sure that we're doing this. Yeah. Thanks. And also send us any opportunities you have our way. Yeah. If you want any voiceover work, uh, we do lots of different voices. Yeah. We do so many voices. So many voices. <laughs> like this one. Do you want us to read a whole book? I want to read a book from you, Shelly. Would you like to read a book from me like this? 
<laughs> yes. What about like this? <laughs> Don't you want to hire us, you guys? We also do accents. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bonnet? We definitely do accents. <laughs> We're great at accents. <laughs> Yes, please do send us your opportunities. Hire us if you if you know what's good for you. Lottie. Hire us. <laughs> you got all. Eh? I can never do. Okay, the accents that I can't do, that I really wish that I had the ability to do, Australian. I've never really been able to do Australian very well. And then uh, Midwestern. <laughs> Midwestern. Midwestern America. I really I really want to do it, but uh, I can't. My brain just goes straight to Southern when I think I of Midwestern. Same. It just it bleeds into Southern and then I I lose it. But I just want to like feel like a, you know? Yeah. A little mom. Yeah, a little mom taking like, my kids to soccer yeah. practice. See, it's going into Southern already. Yeah. I wasn't even doing it that no, hard. No, it's... Ugh. I can, I have been practicing my Australian have you? every chance I get. I was in Vaughn's the other day and I just started doing an Australian accent with, with Bailey. And then somebody like was like, are you in line? And, and I responded in an Australian accent and I was like, crap, now I have to commit to this because they're now behind me in line. Uh-huh. So then to the checkout person, I was Australian. Oh my God. Like I was Australian for the rest of the time in the store. I wasn't great at it, but I've just been practicing. So I was like, okay. Like, What maybe. did you say? Like give me a sample sentence that you said. But I can't do Australian on command. All right, hold on. I got to do my, my phrase that gets me into it. Yeah, what is it? Moderate to severe <laughs> chronic flux psoriasis. <laughs> Um, Water it to severe. So then they asked me if I was in line. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in line. <laughs> it's not bad. It wasn't bad. I mean, I've, I've, the mom I nanny for is Australian. So yeah. I've been around it a lot, but it also is, it's very subtle. Uh, and so I don't actively notice that I'm talking to an Australian person all right. the time uh, until she says like Sunnies or Adidas, you know? Adidas. <laughs> But I, I feel like I have it in me. I just haven't practiced saying all the words I need to say to continue doing it. Yeah. For I'll me, Australian is really hard. And then also New Zealand oh. is really hard because it is, it's different, but it's also not that different. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I really understand or can can get the pattern of is the E to I thing. Uh, like, I need a sample word and I can't think of a sample word. See, I listen to Flightless Bird all the time, mm-hmm. which is David Ferrier, and he's New Zealand, and he's the Kiwi. And I, he says the E to I thing, and I can recognize it all the time. Like when mm-hmm. he, and then I mim, I mimic him when I'm in the car, and I, I can't think of it right now. That's all right. I mean, honestly, I might be doing a New Zealand accent. I'm just doing <laughs> some sort of. Australian, New Zealand, hybrid. That area of yeah. the world. Yeah. I can't do like Jersey or Boston or anything when no. I'm trying to. Yeah. Because then it turns British. So Boston's fast. hard for me too. It's hard. Yeah. Pack the car. Pack the car. And Harvard Yard. But that's, it, even when like, like John Krasinski or Amy Poehler will like do like a Boston accent, like on talk shows and stuff, because it's where they're from. So they'll like exaggerate it when they're talking about their mom and dad and stuff. And yeah, I can never nah. even mimic it. Like when they're, when I'm trying to parrot back what they're saying when I'm watching clips, I can't even mimic it. <laughs> so hard. You're wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to work on these if we're going to be voiceover, uh, voiceover artists. artists. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Time for Mind Melt. It's time for Mind Melt. That went pretty well yeah. for us not really knowing what was going yeah. on. Yeah. We're professionals. We're definitely professionals and oh, we yeah. definitely should be on mics more. God, everybody is so lucky to be listening to us on <laughs> microphones. 
Um, okay, so let's mind mill. Let's try to f- say the same word at the same time and then talk about whatever that is. All right. Okay, great. 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 Let's stare into each other's eyes very well, deeply. Gonna, just got to shake it out first yeah. before I do okay. that. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm Ready to connect with you. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Jack flannel. lantern. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. Autumn. Autumn. Wow. In two? That was amazing. Wow. God, we are so connected. I feel so connected to you. All right, let's talk about autumn. Let's talk about autumn. First of all, the fact that we said autumn and not fall. Yeah. When I was raised to say fall. I think I was also raised to say fall. It was like all over the elementary school. Yeah. Fall. 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 <laughs> fall. Fall. Back to school happens in fall. Why did we name it fall? Is it just the falling leaves? I think so. Because why do we have winter, summer, spring? Spring. And then we just named one after falling. Like, I think autumn was probably. It's probably the, the winter name, you but know? why don't they all have a weird kind of literal. Yeah. Well, spring name? feels like spring has sprung, right? It's springing anew. Things are growing. Should we call it grow? (laughs) Yeah, I think we should call it grow. So there's fall. Fall. Grow. Grow. Dead. Is that winter? Yeah. (laughs) Dead and cold. (laughs) Sleep. Uh, And what's summer? Well, is this all in terms of plants? Uh, Yeah. Then just like chilling? Chilling. Because the plants just kind of chill in yeah, summer. Yeah, they're like fine. Yeah, they don't like nothing really changes. Some I guess. some plants bloom in the summer, but it's always like, why didn't you bloom in spring? Okay, yeah. you're a little late to the party. Yeah, and then we're like, we're already not talking about those plants when we're referring to spring because right. they don't sprung. They don't wait. They don't spring. They don't spring. <laughs> <laughs> they don't grow. They don't grow. Oh yeah, yeah grow. That's grow. right. And, and they don't grow. So those ones we can't now reference in summer. Those ones are just forgotten. They're the forgotten plants. Yeah, definitely. So there's fall, fall <laughs> dead, dead <laughs> grow, and chillin'. chillin'. <laughs> I love it. Tag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite season? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grow. Are you? Yeah. Nice. I'm a, I'm a, Is it because of birthday vibes? Um, I think it's temperature. I just prefer... Like the type of sun that you get during grow, it doesn't get too hot. It gets chilly, but like all you need is a light jacket, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was, I was a fall person for a while. I guess I still like fall. I don't know. I just don't like chilling and I'm kind of neutral about dead. Until recently, I have always said fall is my fave and I still really love fall, but I think I think if I was honest with myself and I'm starting to be honest with myself, mm-hmm. I'm dead. Yeah. Like all my favorite things happen during dead times and it's the temperature I like. It's the clothing style I like. It's everything. I can see that. I do like fall fashion. Totally. Like I think fall colors are slapping E. You know? Yep. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. So, uh, no, summer. I can't believe I'm just calling it summer. Chillin has the worst, like, that's the worst time of year for fashion. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I mean, especially in Southern California. Yeah. Because all, all you have, you, you just need to wear less clothes is yeah. the goal. Right. And I don't want to. No. I, want I like clothes. A moderate amount of clothes, at least. Yeah. I, think. I want to be able to wear more than just sneakers and flip flops. I like boots. I like yeah. Boots in. I like switching it up with my mood and I can't really do that. Totally. Also, in our particular apartment, it gets balls hot. Oh my God. During chillin'. Chillin' is the worst in our house. It's so bad until last chillin' when we finally got a window AC unit for the living room. Yeah. That that did change chillin' a little bit. It did, yeah. It was, it was rough before. Yeah. 
couldn't be inside. You couldn't be outside. No. You couldn't chill in chillin'. No, like low key, you had heat stroke because I of chillin'. Literally did. I was just sweaty and hot and crying. Yeah, because your brain was literally melting. Yeah. Like you couldn't make decisions anymore. It was bad. Like to take care of the fact that you were overheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chillin' wasn't great. It was not great. <laughs> And I think I'm I'm cool with dead because we have heaters. Without our heaters, yeah. I think I would dislike dead a lot more. That's true. Yeah. You know what's great about grow hmm. is April rain. Oh yeah. Because it's like warm rain. Yeah. Like a little bit warmer. Cause like the rain that happens during dead is like way too cold. But grow has like sick rain. I really like grow rain. I think when I think of rain, I think of grow rain. Yeah. Which is great. I do like chill and rain. Chill and rain is great too. It, but it feels really special. It's very special. Um, I feel like we don't get chill and rain enough. Well, now we're getting too much rain, so let's just stop. We gotta it. stop. Yeah. Except that the plants outside are fucking loving it. They are. I haven't had to water those babies in weeks. Literally bought two new babies. <laughs> and then it started raining so much. And I felt very bad for them because they're uh, succulents. And I don't know if they wanted that much water. Yeah. But they have it now. But they got drain holes. They're chilling. They got chillin'. drain holes. Yeah. Well, but they're well, dead. They're dead, but yeah. Well, it's dead. It's dead. They're chilling. They're cool. <laughs> oh, that's I cool. guess I can't use chilling if yeah. chilling means chilling. Chilling means chilling. I really hope whoever's listening to this didn't just skip ahead. <laughs> Uh, Right, because you have no idea what we're talking about. This means nothing, then. This is going to be a really interesting uh, little clip. (laughs) Okay. Have you taken that test on, maybe, I mean, you could do it on TikTok, but in general, like, what your colors are? I have such a grievance with this. Do you? Specifically on TikTok. Okay. Because Where you stick like, your face in the hole. Mm-hmm. And you go through the colors and you're like, it's so obvious. This is my color palette. And every time somebody does that, I'm like, that was not obvious. Yeah. No, it's not. It, it, there were several that looked about the same. There's not bringing out colors, in my opinion, on your face. Like maybe I just don't have a trained eye, but I literally cannot tell. So I don't want to do it for myself because I'm not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. Like I, I know there are certain colors that I don't look good in but they have the colors the same colors for all of the different tones right and maybe uh, maybe there's a specific type of the color I could wear but like blues in general as I'm wearing blue uh, <laughs> and reds in general I just those are the ones I know I don't look good in okay other than that I don't know tones but yeah I think the I, I'm pretty sure everybody can wear every color but you're right it like it depends on like the saturation level and the brightness and all of that mm-hmm. of, as to like what type of that color you can wear. I haven't done it myself and I really want to, but again, those things are not obvious to me yeah. and I feel like I'm not going to be able to tell and I'm going to get confused as to like what my favorite colors are versus like what yeah. actually looks good with my face. Yeah. It's really hard. And also I don't want somebody else to tell me cause what if they're wrong? Like, what if this is just, they think they have a trained eye and they don't. And mm-hmm. then I'm like cutting out all these colors because they're not my color. I just, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like it. But I do like when I see the videos of like color analyzing like TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw one color analyzing Courtney Cox on Friends and how she uh, was initially not dressed in her colors because Jennifer Aniston was supposed to be the star of the show. And so our attention was supposed to go to like her. And and then when Monica got more of a storyline and they that coincided with her dressing her in her colors or them dressing her in her colors. And when you when I see like the photo evidence of like her in early seasons versus her in later seasons where she's dressing in like bright reds and like re- like jewel tones and stuff, I'm like, well, yeah, she mm-hmm. looks much better in those colors. But if you had shown me a picture of Courtney Cox with all of the colors around her, I wouldn't be able to tell which one is which. Yeah, I think it's just kind of like you know when it's on you, yeah. like this doesn't look good with my skin or like washes me out or. 
Uh, or like, this brings out my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just can't, especially when looking at a bunch of different colors, the same color, different tones, different, I don't know, brightness, lightness, saturation. I'm just, I'm not gonna, I I might have favorites, like you said, but I'm not gonna be able to tell. But I also, I don't like the idea that you can't wear something, you know, like they're hard and I mean, I know nothing's hard and fast, especially in fashion, but my mom goes by these, these color, uh, palette rules. Oh, she does. And she's like, I'm not supposed to wear this and this and this. Uh, and I'm like, but you like these colors. Yeah. Like you, you can wear them. I think it's a matter of like finding the right balance. Like I, I don't think I look great in blue and red, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have them in my wardrobe. Right. Just as a matter of finding the way that I like to wear it. Yes. Same. But I feel like some of the people, especially people who don't like to play with fashion, if they get these rules, then they have even less to work with. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. It's a little dummy. <laughs> I love that you've shared an opinion and I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, you're undercutting your own opinion. <laughs> I don't I want to say I'm undercutting it. But like this is all I think that's just. My way of saying, this is my opinion, even though you can tell from every part of me saying, I don't know that I like this. I feel (laughs) this about it. I this. But like, I felt like it wasn't clear enough that this is my opinion. And if you like color palette and like, or like Like, whatever, do it. it." Yeah. Because it totally could. I mean, the, the container of putting like less colors in front of you could have like the in and out effect, you know, where there's less on the menu. So then you're able to make decisions a little bit better. Yeah. Could be that. Maybe that's why I don't like In-N-Out too. I like options. You like all the options. Yeah. Even though when I go to like, let's say Cheesecake Factory, that's just the biggest friggin' menu in the whole wide world. There's like four things that I'll maybe rotate through. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I have all of the options. Okay. But let's compare it to this. Thrift shopping. Mm -hmm. Because you'll go to any thrift shop and you like finding the gems in the thrift shop. For me... I like going to more curated thrift shops because the all of the options are totally overwhelming. Yeah. So I need it a little bit like pared down and then I can start sifting through. I can see that. I mean, I also get overwhelmed. Like one of my favorite thrift shops is Society O, which is Society of St. Vincent de Paul something. I don't know. Oh, right. And it does feel like a little bit of a treasure hunt. And I'm like, I'll find, like I found a some brand. I don't know, for like 50 cents, you know? And it's really exciting. Yeah. This brand, 50 cents, who am I? Get out of town. (laughs) I'm so good at treasure hunting. Like I didn't just sift, sift, sift. Right. I guess that is what like gold panners did. They just sifted. For sure they did. I'm basically like a a, a gold guy. What are they? Prospector? Prospect. Oh my God, we live next to the prospector. The prospector. And I didn't even know the, the word bar. prospector. Ugh. Dip your little tray in the little river and get your little gold nuggets. I'm trying to do it. I'm dipping my little tray. <laughs> but it is also overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the thrift store, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What thrift stores do you like? I really like Crossroads. They've really, they only take certain things Mm -hmm. and then, and generally I know that I'm like, I'm going to find something that I like in there. And it's like on trend too. It's on trend. Yeah. And I also like, well, it depends on which one, but Buffalo Exchange. Mm -hmm. Because like when they used to have one in Long Beach, it was really good. I liked that one. I'm really sad it's gone. I know. And they, like they didn't open another one anywhere nearby. Like yeah. it just so the one we had to go we have to go to now is in Costa Mesa, and I that's not my favorite one. But they have good stuff there. They do have good but stuff. But the vibes are weird. The vibes are weird. The layout is weird. There's no it's deep like all and, and shallow. It's yes. just long and narrow. Long There's and no narrow. corner I can go to be by myself and and search. I really don't like shopping near other people. Yes. Yeah. I need a wide open space. Mm -hmm. If I want to try on a jacket or something, I don't want to feel judged. Yeah. For doing it in the middle of the store rather than going in. Yeah. Oh my God. I have a grievance. Oh my God. Give it to me. I did not. I don't think I shared. 
I was at Society O and I I was gathering my my army of clothes. I get a lot and then I sift through after. Mm-hmm. And I was searching for a mirror that like was away from people who could see me, especially the security guard, because security guards always kind of sketch me out at that place because one hit on me. Mm. Uh, I didn't like it. Ew. Uh, yeah. Not pleasant, but I did end up going back because of the deals. So. Yeah. And I found one. I found one that was tucked away and it was nice. And then there was this girl that was also kind of wandering the store around the same areas that I was. And she had like just really negative energy. Mm. I didn't like it, but it was fine. And then, so I was like trying on stuff. I was maybe like, you're the mirror. And I was like where my water bottle is. I was like trying stuff. I like would hang them up. I'd try another thing. This girl comes up and just cuts in front of me already looking at myself in the mirror, puts her cart or like they have these little like drag along carts right there and starts trying on the stuff right in front of me. It was so weird. That's so rude. And she was like our age. Like it wasn't like some older lady that didn't understand that was maybe a weird social norm thing to do. Like it was so weird. I am so close to the water bottle right now. Yeah, literally so close. It, you're maybe four feet. The, this would have made me so angry. <laughs> I was just standing there with a, ja- a jacket that wasn't my jacket on that she watched me put on. Yeah. What did you do? I just pretended to look at something in that section. Like, right oh by it. God, the audacity of it her. was so... She was there for, like, five minutes. Oh, my God. Trying on all her different things. And then she just left. And I was like, okay, bye. Okay, that's so weird. It was really weird. And that's so, like, ballsy. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> I know that's a gendered word. I don't mean to say a gendered <laughs> word. But it's like, whoa. Yeah, that is... Why is your trying on more like I could have like if you stood there like clearly you wanted to use the mirror. I feel like most normal people would be like, oh, I'll I can wrap this up kind of thing because I was taking my time like but she wasn't anywhere near the section. She wasn't waiting. She literally walked from across the store and just stood in front of me or like put your put your cart away from the mirror Put like change away from the mirror, and then like when you're turning around doing your own thing, go in front of the mirror, and then you can look and like share the mirror. Yeah, that's what I thought because like the the rack was a little bit behind me that I hung all my stuff on, and I tend to there's usually they have like the two ones, so I'll put the ones I'm trying on on one, and the ones that I've decided on on the other little end cap mm-hmm. thingies. And I usually will, I'll either stand right there and do it or I'll go into the aisle just to clear, like keep the aisle clear so people can walk through as I'm trying on the next thing. But she didn't, she just stood there and was deciding in front of the mirror what to put on next. Like literally now she was maybe a foot and a half from the mirror. I, what the fuck? Qualm. Yeah, no. Hot, big qualm. Yeah. Big grievance. Literally. What the hell? See, there was this girl when Bailey and Bree and I went to Target this morning, there there was this girl (laughs) standing really, really close to us in the checkout line, but we weren't even in line. We were do we had all put our own stuff in one cart, right? Mm -hmm. So when we go to self-checkout, I'm doing mine first. I get my receipt, then Bailey does hers, then Bree does hers, right? Yeah. About the time that Bailey starts doing her checkout process, this girl comes and stands right behind our cart, very close to me. And I was just like waiting because she can see in our cart because she's so fucking close. She can see inside of the cart to know that we're not done, okay? Like my stuff is bagged. Bailey's stuff is all on the on the scanny thing. Bree's stuff is still in the cart and Bailey's paying and stuff. So this girl is just waiting very close to us for us to move. And it feels like she's trying to get us to hurry up. And I'm like, this is going to take as long as it takes. We're being the most condensed version of this group we can to make it so that other machines can be used. Like you don't go back to the line. 
and wait shit. for an open machine. What? what is happening? It's not like this is a luxurious thing that you're going to, oh, I can't wait to scan this nice and slow. Like, it is going to take how long it takes. Yeah. What? What does she think what? we're going to do? So I, I was really weighing my options. I was like, I could ignore this because this is weird. I could very kindly ask for a little bit more space, right? Because she was very close to me. Um, or I could turn my, put myself in between her and the cart as if I was going to push the cart, but then be very close to her because mm -hmm. she was standing right next to the cart. I chose the third option. <laughs> I was a little passive aggressive on that, on that front, but I don't know. I never saw her. I never looked her in the eye. So I didn't know if she was giving me the vibes I was receiving. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to like ask her for space because I didn't, if she wasn't intending to do that, I didn't want her to be embarrassed. So yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know what I would do. I've, I've kind of gotten into the habit or maybe not the habit. I'm trying to try intimidation. Ooh. <laughs> Tell me more. So when like, it's typically used with men, but as it should, I've, I've did, I did it a couple times when Bailey and our dance friend Mika we're recording um, the newest dance we learned in a in Dee Dee's parking lot at like 1 a.m. You know, uh -huh. people kept driving by us and we were like, the, we were deep in the parking lot. We were the only people here. There were so many routes that people could have driven that did not interact with us. We were not near an exit. We were not near anywhere people needed to be, but they were driving right next to us always. Mm -hmm. And I, I just... Oh my God, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I've really gotten into staring, wow. staring people down or like the full. <laughs> oh, like a stare, but in a semicircle. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, like any, anyone's looking at me. If like somebody is too close to me, if a, if a guy looks like, usually it's with friends that I'll do it. Uh, if like a, a guy looks like they're, he's like wants to approach us or is staring at us, I will just stare them down. Yeah. And make them really think about whether or not they want to do this thing that they're about to do or currently doing. Yeah. And I love it. I love it too. I want to do that. You got to try it. I feel like I could do it with people around me, but I don't know that I could do it by myself. I mean, give it a, give it a go when we're together. Yeah. And then like, I've done it a couple of times by myself. It's usually when I'm in my car. Uh, where there's like a little bit of protection. Yeah. But I just mean staring really feels good. Yeah. I love it. I need to do that more. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to be a worse person, I think. Yeah. Be the bitch you want to see in the world. Oh my God. Gandhi. I think that's Gandhi. I, I, that sounds like Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> and he like added a snap. Yeah. <laughs> be the bitch you want to see in the world. Slay. Slay. <laughs> Oh my God, I said slay in one of my classes just to test the waters, you know, because mm -hmm. um, I'm co-teaching with a new teacher for an acting class and, you know, he's a little older, the, the other teacher, he's a little older and um, I, <laughs> you know, I got to find my own lane, right? He, he has his lane. I have my lane. Yeah. And we were both there on day one and he prompted me to introduce myself. Um, and so I did. And at the end of me introducing myself, I made a joke and somebody laughed at it and I looked to see who laughed at it. And it was this little queer human because, you know, you know. Yeah. You, you know. <laughs> and so I said slay because they laughed at me. So I said slay <laughs> to them and they died. It was so great. I'm sorry. I am. Um, <laughs> that was an audio uh, issue. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was happy about that. <laughs> Slay is so good. It's so good. I love it. It's the great uh, generation unifier. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm, I, I am getting, I'm starting to get mad at the youth of our, of our time. Yes. Okay. Why? Grievance? I mean, just like light grievance, just the, the kind of generational warfare that they are continuing that I feel like. We were trying to avoid. I know. We weren't really doing it. But it picked back up again, and I'm peeved that we couldn't just live in peace. Um, in my opinion, we were trying to avoid. I don't know what other people of our kind of generation were on the internet are like. 
Yeah. You know? Because we're both millennials. You're a little bit more on the cusp, but you're still a millennial. Yeah. I mean, I still remember all the millennial benchmarks. Yeah. And the youth get younger every day. They do. <laughs> How is that possible that we get older and they get younger? It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> but even though I have qualms with the, this generational thing, God, the, the lingo, slay. Yeah. Girly pop. Girly pop is great. It, the girly pop has come into my life really recently. Like I knew about it, but I never used it. And yeah. now I just can't stop saying girly pop. <laughs> and I love it. What was it that I always wanted to say when I was watching Lizzo's show? Oh, shoot. I kept wanting to say it, but it really didn't fit coming out of my mouth. So I like can't say I it. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. She says it all the time. Damn it. <laughs> but that's another really good one. Yeah. Just the lingo of the time. Is it period? I don't know if it's period. I mean, period's good. Period's good. I mean, honestly, most of the the lingo that the youth uses is um, AAVE. <laughs> yeah. But that's because AAVE slaps. It does slap. Slap is another one. That's yeah. Yeah. Anything cool that we ever say came from black people. Black people, queer people, black queer people. Yeah. I think it was period. Period. Because she says it all the time. And I had been watching that show like just one right after the other. I was obsessed with it. Um, and it just got like, I fucking love Lizzo so much. She's and I incredible. just wanted <laughs> just every every opportunity. I started seeing the opportunities to say period. Mm. And I wouldn't, but I wanted to. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, want, I want you to say that all the time. Oh, yeah, I was just saying it to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Do you want to say it or should I? Uh, I'll, I'll break the news. Okay. Uh, we're not going to do a 36 question that leaves to love question. Uh, the next one apparently is very deep. Yeah, I looked at it and I, I haven't told Shelly what the question is, but it's um, it's an intense question. And if we want to answer it honestly and earnestly, as we are wont to do these days, mm -hmm. um, we're going to need some time and energy. Yeah. And we've already been at this for an hour. So <laughs> I think we got to wait. <laughs> it's now... Uh, what 5 p.m yep we've lost a lot of light yeah the videos are changing we're <laughs> we're at the end of our rope here yeah so uh tune in to hopefully the next episode yeah. where we'll maybe do it we'll definitely do it <laughs> but let's do a question let's do a cute little question like a cute little like get to know you icebreaker oh my god fun do you have any ideas or should i look some up Let's look some up because okay. I feel like any of the ones I could come up with, I have an answer for already. Yeah, no, I get that. And then you're like, well, I basically planned this. Yeah. But yeah. And I'm just like, what's your answer? There's a right or wrong one. Right. Okay. Icebreaker questions. Maybe this is the anti 36 questions I'll need to love. <laughs> anti 36 questions. Should we have an icebreaker question song? <laughs> yes. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> when you're sitting on an iceberg and you really need to cool off your drink, you need to make some tiny ice cubes. So you take a little pick and you <laughs> click, 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 click. And then tiny ice breaks off into your cup. It's an icebreaker question when you're thirsty for some info from your best friend of 10 years. It's an icebreaker question because we don't have the energy for anything deep. So let's get into it. She wears no solution. She can't. Paul, don't sue me. <laughs> I know you. At Hollywood, I'm you sorry. Know me. For my plagiarism. <laughs> I love it. All right. I hope anyway. you sing it like that every time we do one. 
<laughs> I'm really glad I could help with the clink, clink, clink. Like you did. You really added some, you know, ambient yeah. noise. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's just do like five, like rapid fire icebreaker cues. All right, I love it. And then to those who are listening, you can play along with us and answer them too. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. We'll never hear your answers, but just shout them out into the void. Unless you send them to us. Oh my God, send them to us. Or if we put this as one of the clips. And then it can be in the comments. (laughs) Please. All right. What artist do you listen to when you're trying to hype yourself up? Trying to hype myself up lately, it's been Stray Kids. Stray Kids. Cool. Yeah. Lately for me, it's been the 1975. Nice. Or Lizzo. Lizzo. Period. Period. (laughs) What's your fave pick-me-up video on YouTube? Pick-me-up video. Yeah, if you're, like, sad. I've never considered anything to be a pick-me-up video. Like, I've never thought of those words. Yeah, but apparently it's a thing because this is from Cosmopolitan.com. Cosmopolitan.com, the expert on uh, (laughs) humanity. Uh, Pick-me-up video on YouTube. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) They do like watching late night clips. Mm. And particularly, I love watching old Amy Poehler late night clips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are good. My turn. Your turn. <laughs> I mean, probably like AK pop dance. Yeah. Or it's probably the dance practice. I really like just the pure dance of it and not the trying to sing performance. So, yeah. A dance practice video. Nice. Good answer. Uh, what's your least favorite trait in a person? Least favorite trait in a person. I don't love cockiness. Yep. I was going to say arrogance. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, there's a way to be confident that isn't, like, I know more than. Yes. Or Yeah, the condescension is fucking bullshit. Usually, yeah, arrogant people will often also then over-explain things that we are already familiar with. Yep. Yep. Hey, just a pro tip to any men listening, assume that the woman you're talking to knows what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or, Let her ask. Mm-hmm. Or ask, um, are you familiar with this? Have you heard of this? Like, if you want to go in detail without over-explaining, gauge their experience level yeah. ahead of time. And then also still assume that they're a smart person yeah. that picks up on what you are talking about as you're talking about Context it. Context clues. Even if they're not familiar. Yep. Um, and stop explaining it. Like you're explaining it to a child. Yeah. You're welcome for that tip. It'll improve your relationships. Yeah. Not to, I don't know, mansplain, not mansplaining to you, but I I wanted to speak in terms that maybe you'd be familiar with. (laughs) Uh, Okay. What's your favorite TikTok audio? Oh my God. Right now? Yeah. Right now. I'm torn between the, let me do it for you. For you. <laughs> I love it. And um, it's like a reward. I don't know that I you have don't that know one. that. Oh, it's so good. It's like like some rustling sound. It's like, it's like a reward. <laughs> <laughs> and I just say it a lot, especially when we're playing Kirby Clash, because we get rewards. And I just want to say like that every single time. Can you send me a video with that in it? Because I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's my favorite TikTok audio? There's one that gets stuck in my head all the time. And of course I'm not remembering it now, so I can't say it. Great. Isn't that a fun story? That's a good question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. All of my knowledge of TikTok audios is going straight out the window. What type of videos are they? Um. What are people doing on the audio? Well, (sighs) I don't know because they're like m- m- song mashups. Oh, so like there's one of like a Taylor Swift song into like an Akon song or something like that. That's really funny and I mm-hmm. really like it. There's also one of a Nicki Minaj song that goes into something else and it's or it, like some other beat is behind it and it is so good. I really like that, but I can't pick those because I can't describe them. Yeah. Right now, I really love, this is a little bit, it was a trend. It's not really happening right now. But there was one where uh, they were playing Mastermind by Taylor Swift, mm. and they were explaining how they 
masterminded their way into like a promotion or a relationship or something like that. Yeah. And it's really funny. <laughs> I like those too. <laughs> if I told you I'm the mastermind. <laughs> I'm going to look up those audios and tell you about them later. Yes, please. I'm, <laughs> those Taylor Swift one mixed with the other song gets stuck in my head all the time. Like I wake up with it. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and then I think that was four, right? I think so. Okay. The fifth one. Oh, it's a little test. Oh, cute. Okay. What's my never fail coffee order? Never fail coffee order. I feel like you maybe have been switching it up lately, but a dirty chai with oat milk. Hmm. I don't usually get it dirty. Dirt, damn it. Sometimes I do if I'm like really tired. I, I took a gamble. I knew it was chai with oat. Yeah. And I, cold foam. I do get it with cold foam. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I'll get an extra shot of chai in it because usually they don't make seven it with Seven pumps of chai. Time. Yes. Seven pumps of chai. In a venti. Mm. Yours yeah, is... A brown sugar shake and espresso mm-hmm. with oat, mm-hmm. venti iced. Is there anything adding into it? I used to add shots. Yeah. Uh, I don't anymore because I don't need that level of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> but you did. Okay. Yeah. I remember you used to add shots. Um, is that right? Yeah. I think I kind of teeter between two. I think I like the scarcity of the cinnamon dolce. Oh, Yeah. So I'm like, when it's available, I'm like, I should get that. But I think I don't like it more mm-hmm. than the brown sugar shaken espresso. I just think it's rare. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they deny you sometimes. Yes. And okay, I'm grievance. Grievance. Yep. The last time that I went into a physical Starbucks, I asked about the cinnamon dolce. And the lady, first of all, the lady that worked there was not having the best day maybe Maybe. and did not seem to be a fan of me. Mm -hmm. So I asked about it and she was like, oh, we've discontinued that drink, which was surprising because I had it maybe the week before at a different Starbucks. But like, I don't know, they discontinued things. Maybe I just, that week they discontinued it. So I was like, oh, do you have anything similar? And she was like, well, we don't even have the cinnamon pump. So like I could maybe put some cinnamon in an espresso shot. Um, but the, other than that, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. And she just like nodded at me with like a very straight, like kind of, yeah, it is face. So I was like, uh, don't worry about that. Can I get this? And I ordered something else. And then recently neighbor Bailey went to Starbucks and asked me for my order. So I looked at, and then she was going to that same one. So I looked at the app to see like, what they had in stock, what looked good that day. And there was a cinnamon dolce latte. Just just on the menu. Just on the menu said available. So I asked for that and she got it. What the fuck is going on? And Starbucks hates me, I think. If yeah. they know it's for me, yeah. they're like, oh, you know, we don't have that. What is up, Kyle? That It was insane it was a new level because like it's already like a running joke starbucks just doesn't have the thing i want yeah but i think it, they they are just trying to refuse it from me for you yeah for, yeah specifically yeah what is that i don't know that's crazy you also drink pink drinks sometimes i do drink pink so do you yeah so do me yeah so do me so do me <laughs> those are more of a summer drink though um a chillin' drink those are more of a chillin' drink though <laughs> <laughs> take two <laughs> All right, well, that was Icebreaker Questions with Shell and Bond. <laughs> Can you sing the song again to have it up? <laughs> when you're standing on an iceberg and you have a drink in your hand and you <laughs> need a couple ice cubes to make it cooler, so you take your pick and you click. Click, 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 and little tiny ice cubes fall off into your drink. And you take a sip. Wait, because it's an icebreaker questions. With, so you, to quench your thirst, and, and 
For some reason, I want to sing Pot of Coffee. I don't know why I want to sing Pot of Coffee, but it's in there. Throw it in. Icebreaker questions for your hot pot of coffee. So you'll cool your pot of coffee and you'll quench your thirst for information. That's the end. (laughs) Just every time I hear it, it's such a good... Song. My favorite is that you start kind of low, you know, <laughs> for for like obvious reasons. You yeah. Just, well, you're low because your yeah. your drink isn't cold you're, enough. Yeah, it's like so warm that your voice is just lower, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just gotta break the ice off into your drink. You know what's hard is that like if I'm just I haven't mastered the art of crafting a song where it's both melodically interesting and also narratively interesting. I either do one or the other. Yeah. Like I can create a narrative, but at the expense of the music. Can't (laughs) can't do that. Or I can create a great song without any story whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. (laughs) We'll make a lot of songs. They are they do tend to be kind of they're pretty repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. And monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. But the but the song part is great. It slaps. So it's about time we did the other thing. Yeah. (laughs) Work on musically interesting, dumb narrative songs. Yeah. Well, put it on our list of things to do. Um, anyway, thanks for coming to the living room. Thanks for having me. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.